as we enter into our newly renovated church, one of the first things that you notice is that we have redesigned the front entrance so that now as you enter into the church, you come right into the center aisle upon the font into the altar and the tabernacle and a new what we call central axis. And a newly designed front entrance is called the narthex. The narthex is a Greek word, and it can have a couple of meanings. Narthex can mean to scourge or to cleanse. It also refers to the porch in the early cathedrals in the Middle Ages. It was built as a place for in the early church, what was called the Order of Penitence, which was a real order in our church, just like the Order of Catechumens. The Order of Penance, Penitence were doing penance for their sins, for their entrance in the church right before Easter. And the narthex was as far as they could go at this time of the year. And there were actual rituals that were held in this part of the church for them. You will notice in our narthex as well that we have there a labyrinth, which is a path laid out in stone. And that pathway laid out in stone symbolizes our journey to God. And that pathway leads to the font and here into the church. On this Ash Wednesday, we acknowledge that we are penitents on a journey, on a journey home to God. Ash Wednesday marks the first day of this journey. And the road may be long, and sometimes it seems like our paths are dead ends. But today, once again, we focus our eyes on our destination. In the first reading today, we heard from the prophet Joel, return to me with your whole heart, with fasting, weeping, and mourning. So this day is for all of us like a homecoming. Sometimes people ask, what are you doing for Lent? Or what are you giving up for Lent? And of course, there's only one thing to give up for Lent, and that is sin. The whole purpose of Lent is to prepare ourselves to renew our baptismal promises at Easter. Easter is the time when our catechumens are baptized, and we all renew our baptismal promises. St. Paul wrote to the Romans, when we were baptized, we died to the old way of life and to begin living a new way of life. When we are baptized, we die to an old sinful way and we leave sin behind. So the season of Lent is a time for us to die to old sinful ways and to rise at Easter out of the tomb with Jesus to a new way of life. Our gospel that we heard 
presents what we might call the precepts of how we are to live out the season of Lent that commences this day. Just a few reminders. It's not a season for self-improvement. We don't say, well, I'm going to lose a few pounds during Lent. I'm going to be by myself, away from my spouse and kids for some time. No, we are marked by the cross in a few moments as a visible reminder that we are preparing ourselves for these incredible days of Holy Week when we are drawing near to Christ when he gave his life for us. Just as Advent prepared us to celebrate Christ's birth, so in a similar way, these, this season of Lent prepares us to walk with Christ toward his suffering and death. There is one word that I say marks these days. I would say it, it is a deeper attentiveness to our faith. We are called to be attentive to the gift of our faith, and we do it in three ways, as we heard in the gospel today. We are to do it through prayer. Prayer is simply placing ourselves in God's hands. There we wait and we place ourselves at God's disposition. I encourage you to take more time for prayer, especially to take advantage of our new beautiful Eucharistic chapel and pray there. What God do there, what God wants to do with you. In addition, maybe come to daily Mass more often if you're able, or begin reading what we call the Divine Office, or practice more Catholic devotionals like the Stations of the Cross or the Rosary. Fasting has always been an essential practice of Lent as well. Fasting is what we call an exercise of detachment. We deprive ourselves of some worldly matter because in so many ways they can become the ultimate concerns for us become rivals to God. Fasting is much more than giving up chocolate for Lent. In many respects, fasting prepares us for the mission that God calls each of us to. In fasting, we deprive ourselves of little things so we can do the greater things that God is asking of us. Whenever we take up Christ's mission, we are going to have to sacrifice and so we will sacrifice in Lent so we can do the sacrifice that God asks of us. And finally, you are asked to give alms. Alms is more than just giving up surplus funds to a charitable organization. We give alms so we can live out the corporal and spiritual works of mercy. When we live out the spiritual and corporal works of mercy, we show that we are truly disciples of Jesus. We don't give alms so that somebody else can do the corporal and spiritual works of mercy, like we're hiring them out. No, we give alms so that we enable the works to be performed. And when we see the works being performed, we're inspired to do them as, ourselves as well. Christ is always present in the poor. Christ always takes his place amongst the lowest of the lowest. And that's very difficult for us to accept. Those are the ones that we are called to serve. And when we do this, we learn Christ, precisely Christ's generosity. 
And in the end, the giving of our alms is a reminder of our own mortality. Because in the end, we surrender at the end of our lives all of our worldly goods. So Lent is a time to prepare us for that time when we will surrender everything that we have. Prayer, fasting, and the giving of alms, each in their own way, opens us up to the great mysteries of our faith and the mysteries of Holy Week that we will be celebrating in just six weeks. It's a holy season in which we can grow closer to God. May it be time once again we get back on the path that leads us to our heavenly home. And may we open our hearts to all the graces that God wishes to bestow upon us in the next six weeks.